Happy Friday, my friends, my friends, my friends. It is your boy, Fresco Savage, coming back at you real good, real nice. I hope everybody's having a wonderful Friday. I hope everybody's going to have a great weekend. Uh, I think things are going to start calming down soon. I have... It's It's been a weird time, and I, I think I talk about that every week, but I, I'm just so excited um, that if, if you're here joining me and Wanna Be on this episode of Fresco Savage Live from the Interdimensional Bedroom. Now, some of you may ask, why is it called Live from the Interdimensional Bedroom? And we actually get into it a little bit this episode. Um, I've always had these very, very vividly weird dreams where it almost feels as if I'm living other realities. And when you kind of think about it, Maybe humans in general are just all different versions of me or you. Maybe we're all the same version of each other living a life that has been nurtured different ways and and living different scenarios and different societies and cultural upbringings. But maybe we're all more similar than we are apart, which is something that I do very much believe in, not to get too heady here on the cast. We just like to have a fun time here, and I, I think that's why most of you tune in for is for the gigs. It's for the giggles. For the giggles uh, with me and Wannabe, my, my good friend Wannabe. So that being said, we talk about a lot of cool stuff in this episode. Uh, dream, we do go over a dream that I had last night. Um, that'll be when we recorded this. It would be Tuesday night. This is coming out on Friday. Uh, maybe you guys have weird dreams. I know that I have incredibly vividly weird dreams and I journal about it extensively, basically by texting my friend Yacht Daddy about those weird dreams. Uh, and that's how I, I, he's my live journal that I keep up with. But again, we had a lot of fun this episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate it on iTunes. Um, that's the one way you can help the podcast or share it with a friend. Share it with a friend. It's very easy and it's free. We're doing this free, you know, obviously we're getting paid lots of ad dollars to advertise nothing on this. But... Uh, we do it because we love to do it. So if you like it, share it with a friend. Uh, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Fresco Savage live from the interdimensional bedroom. Uh, I'm Fresco Savage. Have a wonderful weekend. Uh, let's pray for no snow in the Midwest this weekend, babies. I wore a hoodie last week. Everyone listening, Fresco's got his hood up again. I'm doing it too. Hell yeah. You know what I said before you came in? I said, I wonder if he'll notice I'm wearing a hoodie again. <laughs> I wonder if he'll notice <laughs> that I'm wearing headphones on the outside of my hood. <laughs> it's not a good look, but it's a very comfy look. Yeah, man. This one Dude. motherfucker that in my elementary school used to put the CD player in his hooded, in his hoodie pocket, in the front pocket, and then he'd do the shitty cd player headphones like those shitty foam ones on the outside of the hood man and i thought he was the coolest guy it's ever. weird because we didn't go to high school together and i definitely did that <laughs> dude dude i i had so many cds i would take textbooks out of my backpack and carry 244 <laughs> cds in a case in my backpack with my cd player and that's all i brought to class that and, like a few notebooks what kind of a fucking case was it? Like a 
It was like one of those quad. It was four CDs a page. It was like, you know, like what they put like Pokemon cards in, like those clear sleeves. And I had every CD with its uh, like liner notes in. So I opened it up and it was just like a mosaic of artists. And I would flip through it and be like, what? And and then I got in the line wire and the back half was all illegally downloaded stuff. Oh, hell yeah. You're in the burnt CDs, dude. So many burnt CDs, dude. Oh, those were treasure back in the when I, I don't know maybe fourth grade or so my cousin used to burn me I would request CDs and this was like a month or two long process I only saw my cousin every few months so sure. one maybe at like fucking Thanksgiving I give him the playlist and then um oh should you leave me there for a second my battery's on 20 percent oh I'm glad you're so prepared I, for our podcast oh yeah I'll plug back in in a minute um Thanksgiving, I gave him the playlist, and then Christmas would come around, and then he'd show up with the CD, and I'd be nice. like, "Yes, nice. not let my parents find this because it's got swear words on it. It's Dude. got my hump by the Black Eyed Peas." Dude, yeah, I forget that you're younger than me. That was a hit when I was a freshman in high school. Yeah, man, I was like, I was like eight or nine, and you're like, "Please, please, Connor, my cousin, get get my humps. I love my humps." Dude, I was like, "My humps. I'm just a kid." By Simple Plan was on it. Yep. Uh, yeah, dude, like that kind of shit, that that early 2000s whiny rock. <sighs> yeah, dude, I'm into it. I'm very, very into it. Dude, you want to hear about my dream I woke up with today? Yeah, let's go. I, te- and- I, texted, <laughs> I texted my spirit guide about it, and I'm just going to read you verbatim what I texted him. It's, it's long. <laughs> it's long. I'm going to let you know it's a bit long. All right, let's do it. Dude, I just woke up and I had this wild dream where I woke up as myself in the future. I was in a quaint one-bedroom apartment, but it wasn't mine, but I knew it was me. Like, it wasn't me right now, but I knew it was me sometime. I couldn't move, but I felt myself slipping back into reality, and I started trying to push my consciousness towards the future reality, and I felt this sickening, confusing feeling of excitement and nauseousness, and I was trying to focus so hard on pulling myself mentally into the different version of me, but then my mind sank deep into my eyelids and the alternate reality zoomed out and kept zooming out surrounded by black. And then when it disappeared, I woke up. I know this sounds weird, but I firmly believe that I am jumping consciousnesses to alternate dimensional versions of myself in some of my dreams. I've always had this feeling that I was living in a false reality, that maybe what I'm experiencing right now is just an illusion of a higher version of myself. I don't know. You're the only one I can get heady with. And if I told the therapist this, I feel like I would be shipped off. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah. It was wild. Holy cow, man. So you're my spirit guide and you also have a spirit guide. So he's yeah. kind of guiding me as well. Wow. Dude, I mean, you want to talk about anything? Are you okay? Have you been... Have you been drinking too much before you go into bed or something? Yeah, but like, <laughs> I feel like I dream crazier when I'm sober. Okay. Um, what? What? I mean, I, I think you might be right on. Whereas, like, this could just be a sample of your higher self. Maybe your your actual spirit is in maybe a. Now, few you ready for another now. wild dream I've experienced? This is what got me into thinking that maybe I'm jumping consciousnesses, right? All right. So similar situation, I am laying in bed. So like when I wake up, I usually wake up about five, six hours after I go to sleep on a good day. 
and then I'm up okay. for like 30 minutes. But then if I choose to go back to sleep, I, that's like the best sleep of my life. It's like super heavy and the dreams are crazy. Okay. <laughs> okay. So there was this one where I, I like looked at my, I was walking on a street in Mexico and to my left on like a mountainside, like a, like a dirt mountainside, not like a high Denver mountain. We're talking like a California low dusty hill type mountain. And the town's right. name was spelled in blue lettering. And I forget the town name, right? But I look at my hands and I'm not myself, but I am myself. Do you understand what I mean when I say that? Yep. Like gotcha. I understand that I am the, I am like what I am experiencing, but I, my body is not my body when I look at my hands. And I'm driving right. down and I'm right, I'm walking down the street in Mexico and I stop and there's a vendor and he has, uh, he has like a little like palm tree hut. And he's making these pineapple drinks. Uh, and I was like, yeah, uno, like one, one mas. And then I had another one. And then like, so I'm drinking and I can taste it, you know, like I can feel the dust. And then there's this like festival going on, like this very, it was a small town, this very local festival. And I'm walking and I'm like, oh my God, I smell the dust. I smell the oxen. I feel the oxen hooves on the street. And then this old woman looks at me and she calls me over and she goes, she looks me in the eye and she's like, I can tell you're traveling. And then I woke up. Oh my up. God. What? Oh no. Yeah. That's you fucking woke up. Oh man, dude. It's oh, like, I'm... it's, I don't know what it is, dude. I feel like in some way, I don't know the science behind it. I feel like in some way I'm like jumping consciousnesses. You, I think you should keep a dream journal because people that keep dream journals say that their their dreams get really crazy and vivid. And it sounds like you're already there, man. I, well, <laughs> I do, you know, I keep a dream journal by texting my friend, my dreams when they're crazy. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I can't believe you can remember all those details. I lose like 80% of my dreams and I wake up. That's what happens dude. The key is to write them down. If you write, like I'll write them down choppy as hell right when I wake up and then you remember them so much better. Because if you just be like, I'll write it down when I get back from the bathroom, like you have to pee or something, you're done. Your dreams are like, you're, you barely remember it. It's crazy. Like you forget that you even slept. Like it goes away so fast. Yeah. And I read this book, Why We Sleep. And there's so much, like they don't know why we dream. There's no clear evolutionary purpose. There are some theories. There's some theories that like it trains, it's like your body, uh, like going through like scenarios that could happen. Like if you're nervous about something, yes. it'll do like, it's like almost like practice. Yep. But what, yep. I mean, everything I've read is just like, it's your brain kind of chewing up the day and organizing memories and deciding like what to keep and what to throw, which is yeah. weird. But it's I think crazy. I maybe I'm just, there's one of two things going on. Either I'm jumping consciousnesses into alternate dimensions or I'm just like a highly creative person and my brain thinks fairly colorfully and uses a lot of metaphors and like that just comes out vividly in my dreams. So one of it's, two things. It's got to be the first one though. <laughs> it's got to be. I mean, it's got it's to it's be, right? It's got to be. The I mean, I have dream memory. Do you have dream memory? Where I have memories just in dreams and I'll like, when I'm dreaming... I will have memories from dreams in the same place, but they're not places that I've been in my real life. Oh, it's like my dream I, world is a separate version of myself. And it's, it, dude, that's what's wild to me. Are the people that have the recurring 
you have like you have like concrete dreams that I have concrete dream locations. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, there's the place that we had the party in my other dream years ago. That fucking drives me nuts. And like, one of our old coworkers actually told me he was on an acid trip where they kept they would see color around people. He would see like an uh, aura around people that was a certain Mm -hmm. color. But him and his buddy were seeing the same colors around the same people. A similar like that's nuts, dude. Dude. Another thing, too, is that I will dream when I, I will come to points in my life where I remember that I dreamt this, which is wild. I'll be like, oh, hit. I've I've seen this in a dream before. And it's like a weird deja vu, but I don't know what deja vu is, but I've got I get yeah. it. A, I get it a lot. And people say there's like a scientific reason for it. I think I'm seeing the goddamn future. I think I'm plugged yeah. into some some shit, dude. I think you are too. And I think we gotta, we gotta, you gotta start meditating or something or like cleansing your chakras because if you, if you, if you lean into this, who knows what the potential is? God, you're so right. Maybe now is the time to lean into it. Dude, we gotta get you some incense and shit. And I'm gonna show you how to, you know what else? I probably, I should stop numbing myself. Yeah, dude. Maybe that's why I'm so tied to it is because it turns off this crazy, I was just like, maybe I'm like a wide band radio. And Dude. I can't focus. And so that's why I drink. It's like it turns off things so I can fucking focus. Yes, you're getting such strong signals from the universe that you have to drink in order to stay just But be maybe I can just, maybe there's some weird shit out there for Fresco. Well, it's like you are just not strong enough yet. It's like in The Giver when the guy starts giving the child the memories. Mm. He can only give a few memories. Of, you know, he, he learns like what sunburn is. And he learns about, you know, like what uh, other certain experiences are. And you can't get all that at once. And yeah. the universe decided that you're, you're going to get more now through your dreams. And so you can either lean into it. It's going to yeah. be difficult. It might be painful. but Or you can numb it out. And I think we know what you should do. I think, I think my experiences are, I think I should not numb it out. Yeah, that's what, exactly, dude. Don't, don't let don't let the alcohol, you know, dampen this. You could yeah. be the change that the world needs in Dude, 2020. I could be a guru like Mike Myers. I think you already are a guru. The love guru. Yeah. There is no such thing as the past or the future. It is no, all I actually just... think everything's happening all at once. Exactly. There's I one it's moment. One, it's one moment that our souls or our consciousnesses are flying through. And it's almost like we're constantly traveling through this endless stream of possibilities. But everything is, every moment is a new universe that we're passing through. Yeah. It's and everything one. exists. If you think of time, I was on a date once and I, I tried to tell this to a girl and I didn't, we didn't <laughs> go out on a second date. So, <laughs> so think of time, right? Think of time as a river outstretched in both ways for eternity, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, us in this podcast, is one rock in the stream. However, 1975 is just another rock in a stream. Right. And 2075 is a rock, but it's, they're all in the same stream and they're all existing at one time. However, exactly. we are only experiencing this one rock in the stream. Right, right. You know, like, but it's all existing at one time. That's why I yeah. think like jumping consciousness and stuff like that isn't that far-fetched if you think of it like that. Not if you're a spirit guru like yourself maybe not if you have more not if you have more powerful access to the universe 
Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there was this amazing quote by the guy who wrote the Batman comic strip. But he's talking about how like the evolution of the first mitochondria. So mitochondria, as we know from our fucking high school biology class, powerhouse of the cell. Of the cell, baby. So he was talking about how whenever the first mitochondria came about, all of life, all of life is literally just an expansion on that one moment of when that mitochondria developed. And then it's all just happening all at the same time that the first mitochondria developed and then, and then life came and then we have the first like complex cells and we are all, we're all just a sort of expansion on that one mitochondria. We're all working in different ways. We're all experiencing life differently, but it's all happening at the exact same. It's all happening in this, in this moment. Yeah. And all of our mitochondria are, are the thing that keep us literally unified to all other life. Well, have you seen like, have you ever seen like the things like the patterns of like life and, and like how things expand very like consistently, like Mm -hmm. Fibonacci sequence stuff? Yes, yes. Like Mm -hmm. that stuff blows my mind because I've always felt like life is a pattern. It's Mm -hmm. just, we're seeing things on different scales. Yeah, man. Me and my buddy at the bar had a really extensive conversation about how there's probably like just a really complex algorithm that could be calculated to explain the way that life will unravel. Yeah, possibly, but you you have to think that human beings, in my opinion, this and this gets into free free thought versus determinism. Um, yes, but like you have to think that he, human beings, <laughs> if we have if we have free will, then then it, we're not we're irrational and things are not determined. Yes. But I think yes. if you maybe look at an algorithm big enough, you could probably predict multiple scenarios. Yes, and you could see the way that reproduction would occur, and then you could you could predict the way that brains would develop, and the way that brains develop determine the way that people think. And this is from a determinist perspective, where we wouldn't consider we wouldn't have like free will in the way that like a Christian would think about it. But, yeah, uh, and you have to think of determinism is not necessarily a God is saying what you're going to do every step of the way, but culturally right. and systematically, you you may be raised into a society that really only gives you a few options. Right. And those few options would probably, they would, they would be like a uh, paradigm or a, they would socialize you. It's, it's, you have a limited amount of things that you would take in. I can't find the words right now. I'm sorry, but you know, that would limit your. Well, yeah, your exposure to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a frame. Of perception, and then you could sort of predict the way that people would act out given those different perceptions. Yeah, <gasps> dude, we just got we just dove in, we dove into the ether. Have you watched Midnight Gospel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't want to just so- have a podcast about a Netflix show, but that everyone needs to watch Midnight Gospel. Oh, my god, man. That, yeah, that shit is fantastic. Yeah, it uh, uh I don't know if it was life changing. But it, it definitely me. shifted it, me. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> I love that, dude. Get shifted. Yeah. Fresco get, sap. Welcome to the Fresco get, sap shif- get shifted, dude. <laughs> dude. I actually really like that because it's like, uh, it's kind of like get bent or like something a skateboarder would say. Yeah, dude. Like it reminds yeah. me of shake junt, you know, like get shifted. Get, hey, Tim. Get shifted, you asshole. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> you can change. Get shifted. 
And I can yeah. see, I mean, I, have you seen my logo? That's like the fiery Fresco Savage logo. Uh, yeah. Man, it was just like, get shifted in that print. Get, was so good. Get shifted. I, that's Love the name the of my second record. That's the name of my second record. Love the yeah. flavor. <laughs> Love the flavor. Dude, I'm all about that. I And the word shifted is cool. Um, In the recent Kanye West, Joe Rogan podcast, he talks about how... Now, you got to term... be careful. We can't have a podcast about a podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just... He, he talks about how his favorite term is par- paradigm shift. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, he's it's like, pretty... I love that. He's said paradigm shift. He goes, I love that term. I say it all the time. Yeah, I love it. I, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think that's cool. Whenever I argue about religion, that term paradigm shift comes up a lot about you know, the difference, what, in, 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 what do we have in those frame? Like right now being, uh, there's a lot of like candidates for atheism or, uh, a lot of supporters of atheism. Yeah. But I mean, uh, like, are you living if you don't go through an, uh, like an atheism stint? Right. And we've talked about that or what I, what I wanted to say quick was that, that there's always going to be that argument of those atheists are just as limited to the human experience as everyone is. And they're limited to, the paradigm and right now the paradigm we're in is like studying biological evolution and yeah. there are uh, there's got to be flaws in that because science in itself is always going to be a bit flawed and so whether or not you want to yeah e- either way um yeah now we can go down another road if you want to well yeah i just think that like a atheism is like a natural reaction to religion it's like the first yeah. step to to evolving your thought of what spirituality is, is going no. And yeah. nothing is real. Like you have to make that first step, but it's important to plate. evolve from it. What I don't like is like the atheism that's very steeped in like being disrespectful to people and making like memes about God and stuff. And it's just like, just, yeah. just like give it a rest. Yeah. Like the it's- cynical atheist is such a played out character. Like be better. Yeah, dude, those people are trying to, those people are frustrated. Oh, I lost you. Hello? Hello, are you there? Oh, uh-oh, one sec. Oh my God, okay, sorry. I went into safe driving mode on accident. I tapped my phone. Weird. I, there's a well, safe driving Well, what's weird zero. is as, it, as soon as you tapped that, I tapped a cable and I thought I fucked it up, which is weird. Oh, that's wild. Okay. It's weird that we're well, in the that- same... It happened at the exact same time. If that's not the universe sending signals, I don't know what is. Yeah, that's just that's just the that's just the way it is. Um, um, I'm just gonna look up a quick Kurt Vonnegut quote that we. Uh, it has to do with that idea of being in the moment. I just need to share it with you and our audience. But okay, yeah, dude, I think the atheists get really salty, especially the ones that grew up Christian. I mm-hmm. went through this period where. Yeah, I think like, that's what I'm saying. I think we all did. If you grew up Christian, I mean, unless you're still Christian, you probably have to think. You have to think at one point that uh, nothing is real, right? Just to get to the point where maybe you're like, oh, maybe it's a mixed bag. Yeah, and it's when those people are salt. They're they're upset because they don't have anything to hire to believe in. It's like the misery always wants company whatever that quote is yeah but like the cynical reddit atheist is such a caricature it's just like an overweight guy with a goatee and a ponytail who's balding on top and he's just like sharing memes about zeus and you're just like stop just stop it clyde right 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 you know yeah 
yeah, it's uh, it's I like how you said Reddit too. It's like definitely a Reddit thing. It's a Reddit thing because you go on our atheism and you're like, oh god, this is a this is a seedy bar that I do not want to get a drink in. Right. But um, some people do, and then they get intoxicated by it. And I think it's like it's like the Nickelback thing. Like people, like people who still love Nickelback are like, yeah, this is our thing. And that's how I think how like a lot of that toxic, those toxic communities are is they're like, they're proud that they're a minority. Yeah, exactly. And then they separate themselves and they can say like, well, I'm different than most. Yeah. yeah. And they love that shit. They love it. Yeah. Um, Did you find your yeah. quote? You're looking really hard. I can, yeah, I can I, tell you're like, oh, I got to find it. Yeah, I can't get it right now. We'll, we'll have to start the next podcast with it. I'm going to drop it. That's great. Um, so, but, dude, what else? What's new? Anything oh, new? Um, um, been learning a lot about the French and Indian War lately, the Seven Years' War. and I've Yeah, I know watching, nothing about wars. Yeah, I think I know it's nothing. super good to go back. People should really brush up on history, because especially right now when we're at this moment of tension, it's yeah. cool to see ways in which tension has played out in the past. Sure. Don't you you think we're getting to a point where like war doesn't do anything though? Yeah, totally. It's like, because the people are fighting a war that the people in power want, but now we have the ability to talk to those people and you're like, oh, you don't care? Oh, I don't care either. Oh, why are we fighting? That's at least how I feel about it. I think we're getting to a point where we're going to evolve out of warfare. At least that's my hope. Again, that might just be an idealistic way to look at it. And you've, you've pinned that on me before. Yeah. And I wonder if, yeah, it's, it, it is like we've become a little bit too smart and we know too much about the human experience to feel comfortable going into a war on mass levels. And I yeah, think also it's like, I understand that like not everybody feels that way. And yeah, I, and I also know that like, Oh, if you're only, if you're growing up, if you're growing up in a country where you're only giving a, given a certain perspective, again, we kind of touched on this already, then of course you're going to feel a certain way right. about certain issues, whether, but like, it's, it seems pretty obvious to me now that like people are just going to war for raw materials and that's just evil to me. Yeah. 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 And I think as a country, we, we study other cultures, other paradigms, other ways of life and we can now sympathize or empathize a lot better yeah and um as you think social media has allowed us to be more empathetic i think you know right now we're in like the superficial phase of it it's like a (laughs) super it's it's a very superficial you know like the black lives matter moment there in uh june where everyone put the black square up some people were you know did a lot of work to to be activists some people just went along with the trend but either way to have a mass uh, trend yeah, that was spread. a rough that was a rough day in social yeah. media world because right. i put up the square because i was like okay this is what we're doing and i support it and then all of a sudden i'm not supposed to put up the square right and right. then and then it's like again you're supposed to put up the square but with different words and then i'm like <laughs> what is going on i just want to support this thing so i just ended up giving money i yeah. i didn't know what to do because i mean we've talked about this before it's like I didn't feel like it was my position as like a non-college graduate 
straight white male, it was not my position to talk, but it was my job to empower people who were saying what I believed in. And so I just used money. I, I don't know. Money is energy, I guess. It, it works in a way. Yeah. And that is, I mean, it's good that we had this big movement rooted in empathy. Obviously, some people were bad at it. And then there were like the rules about the hashtag. And what's interesting about social media, it's based in getting credit for your actions. So everyone. Yeah. And I don't like that either. I saw a lot of performances out there. Exactly. And so to truly do something good, especially from our position as straight white men, we would, the best thing we could do would be to, right, give money to a cause that's going to foster change in educating other people probably. And having private conversations that are very complex with people that I love, uh, which has been a very tough thing over this pandemic. Right. Is, is having right. very real conversations that I didn't think I would have to have with people that I trusted and love. And yeah. I still do. Yeah. But it's been, uh, that's been a whole, whole thing. It sounded like I just cried there, but it was just like a half burp. Excuse me. <laughs> Don't cry, Fresco. I just started um, choking up, but it was just a burp. <laughs> yeah, dude. I know the feeling. And like, Let's say theoretically the 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 most actual change that we are contributing to the world is when we have those conversations with our friends and family. I've had a few of those conversations and they last a long time. And what's the problem there? I'm not getting credit for it. All the liberal people in my life that are screaming at me for being sexist and racist, they're not seeing the work I'm putting in by by screaming at my father at you know on Thanksgiving or on, on Easter um, about the Black Lives Matter movement, they're not seeing that um, about how I'm about to get kicked out of my house because I've called my father a fascist, right? And yeah. um, yep. And so it can be frustrating. And then it makes me want to get credit for what I'm doing. So then, you know, we start a podcast and project it to the and world. And then you just, and now, now it's finally reached a point where you're like, I've had enough, I need credit for this. I'm doing what I can. No matter how many fights I have with my dad, people are still going to call me racist and sexist. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to hop on a, the, the, the soonest podcast that I can. That's Boom, in my and here you are. And I give you, and you've done a great job. Thanks, man. I love you. I love being on the show. You want to talk about like donuts or something? Or like, yeah. What's something uh, like lighthearted? Cause it's been a pretty yeah, dude, heavy episode. Yeah. Do you we have we like started a- with dimensional shifting. dimension jumping in your dreams yeah that's pretty heavy dude fuck do you have like a preferred gas station yes because i've got strong opinions about quick trip is yours quick trip yeah yeah absolutely it's the best one the bathrooms i like how every quick trip looks the same Yep, and I can tell by the way the building is what it's going to look like on the inside because there's a couple different yeah. models. It's predictable. Yeah, that and they do that on purpose, of course. Right. But uh, yeah, there's also a gas station called Sheets out east that is like super nice. Sheets. Sheets. S H E E T Z. Not a sponsor. Holy. Hashtag not a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> But the food at Sheets is oh, incredible. And it's okay. all made to order. And they have these like 
they have these LCD screens, touch screens, where you can make, they just have the menu on there and you can just order whatever food you want. And they just have a couple people in the kitchen 24 seven making food fresh to order. And it's like the best fast food, but it's at a gas station. And if you want, like they have like burritos, they have burgers, they got like appetizers, like mac and cheese bites, chicken fingers, you know, like they have so many different options that, and you can customize it all on your lonesome in the, with the LCD screen. It's amazing. Oh man. I'm surprised it hasn't caught on because there's two chains out there. There's a Wawa, which is very inferior to sheets. Some may argue the other way around. But they both have the same type of system. Okay. And Quick Trip mm-hmm. just has like their hot bar, that the hot metal yeah. thing that they put old food on. Like their the food roll- is better than like a different smaller chain, but like it's not that much better. You yeah. Know, they just have options. It's been the same my whole life. It's been the same for 15 years. The food has yeah. not changed the the breadstick and some of that's good because i love their breakfast sandwiches um but i don't think any gas station food is good except sheets it's like made to order it's just like not doesn't hit it for me it's uh oh dude i will be really like a a quick trip breadsticks with the marinara sauce yeah that's fine really happy but i mean to me it's just fine yeah okay the burgers are underwhelming the breakfast sandwiches though i've got they've gotten me through through many days so it's quick yeah i mean it it works but like it it's not good right right i mean you you're saying you enjoy it but wouldn't you enjoy it like something you made better right available at that point for for like free for fresh yes yeah um yeah i totally feel it um do you have any do you have any gas stations you will not go to uh, Casey's is a toss up. Okay. So we yeah. have, there's like new Casey's that are really nice, but yeah. also something Casey's did. And I've noticed this just through traveling is like Casey's would just buy up like mom and pop gas stations and put the Casey's logo on it. And so those mm. are still butthole gas stations, but they're called oh, okay. Casey's. So like on if you see a Casey's coming, you're it does, it's not like Quick Trip where there's a consistency and you're like oh yeah Quick Trip's coming I know what to expect. Casey's can be a bit of a bit of a lottery. You don't know if it's gonna be a great stop or a bad stop. And like when you okay. got to poop on the road, yeah. you want it to be a great stop. Yeah, yeah. We stopped at a Casey's in the middle somewhere in Iowa that that was like not that, good the whole time. What's that? Was it not good? No, it was bad. The whole town seemed to not have been updated since like the early 1900s. It, it's and it, particularly an Iowa problem, I've found. Yeah, it had brick roads, the town did. And then the case oh, wow. only had one, one bathroom, like a small one small toilet and a small bathroom. Yeah. And yeah, uh, we'd been on a road trip. And so I had a lot of pent up energy, quote unquote. Well, and, I, got a, uh, I got a story for you. Maybe we don't want to get into pooping, but. No, I mean either way. You know the end of the story. The bath, the toilet was destroyed by the time I left. It's the it's rough, dude. I mean, in my traveling days, I've bathrooms are on the road are a tough thing. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, you have to learn to kind of suck it up. 
but they're all gross, man. They're all there's. N- I cannot think of one that hasn't been awful at a truck stop. Yeah, the truck stops especially. But if you're the guy that has to clean those truck stop toilets too, like oh. Do you know weirdly what the best bathrooms at a truck stop are? What's that? In those showers that you buy. I was gonna say, yeah, you gotta pay for those showers. But those That's showers are immaculate, and they, there's a bathroom, okay. a private bathroom in there as well, and they're cleaned after every use. Yeah, that's good. They're so really so like if you're really in a pinch and you don't want to go to something dirty, just buy a shower. They're like five bucks okay. and you get like 20 minutes. But wow. I've taken one truck stop shower and it really was not bad. It was um, it was surprisingly clean. Did you go barefoot? Yeah. Oof. I understand hey. that's gross, but what? I'm on the road. Yeah, I was just I was just curious. I had to know because I you know you don't really bring flip flops. I don't really pack flip flops. Yeah, right, right. Um, when I first got to, when I moved into the dorms in college, we always had to wear the flip flops. But I didn't have I didn't bring flip flops college because I'm not an idiot. And uh, I do they recommend flip flops? They everyone else wore flip flops, and somehow I didn't get the fucking memo that we had to all wear. <laughs> Um, handles into the shower Why? so is I it because of what because of because the shower's been used by boys for like you know the cum. past a lot of cum. 50 years have just been you know different men in their feet on that shower but i tied plastic bags around my feet <laughs> and went to go <laughs> and i thought that was pretty innovative because i mean it's pretty like, innovative but i feel like it'd be slick was it slick it was slick yeah but you know me man i'm a skateboarder i've got incredible balance incredible balance i have, i did know that about you yeah <laughs> and, and uh yeah so like everyone was laughing at me but you know i'd rather wear plastic bags than fucking adidas mandals those stupid flip-flops those slides the, you call yeah, them the man- mandals back in my day we called them mandals but now they're slides i mean who cares man things. who can't who cares I care. You can Those wear sandals. That who cares? I don't. I don't like them. I don't. I've never liked. That's them. fine. <laughs> but if Jeff G E O F F wants to <laughs> wear mandals in the shower, let him. Why is he spelled like that? Is he from England or something? Is he a foreign exchange student? Jeff. My name is Jeff. I don't know. My name is Jeff. <laughs> Dude, oh God, I wanted to be liked so badly when I first got to college. Yeah, and, by and let me tell you, that is a that is a highway to not being cool. Yeah, that's wanting sucks, to be cool. <laughs> yeah, and I hadn't had that feeling since like middle school. Yeah, man, I, I like yo-yoed at recess for two years in elementary school. I know all about that. I was trying to be, cool. <laughs> I was trying too hard to be cool, man. Yeah, yeah. No wonder oh, I got bullied. We should definitely go down a yo-yoing rabbit hole sometime. I think every Dude, boy yo-yos got- were awesome. Yeah, dude. I loved yo-yos. And then there were the kids that could, they had like the trick yo-yos. Yep. You ever see that shit, man? Yep, the ones that could sleep for a really long time. That was so yeah. sick. That, that voodoo there's magic. A brand, there's a certain brand. I forget the name of it, though. Oh, God. It was like Duraspin or something, something stupid. Duraspin, man. Yeah. Yeah. But yo-yos oh. were so sick. But were they sick? Yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. Were they ever that cool? Yeah. Did you know yo-yos were invented by Napoleon? And uh, there's no way. Them. 
he invented them to help his soldiers work on their hand-eye coordination. There's no way that Napoleon Bonaparte invented the yo-yo. Or he used them. Yeah, you're right. He probably didn't invent them. He used them um, to help his soldiers. I still don't believe... Who invented... Oh, wow. If you just look up who invented, there's a lot of things. <laughs> we should do a segment on that sometime. Who invented the yo-yo? Yeah, bro. Uh, Pedro Flores. <laughs> in 1896. Yeah, but see, if, if Napoleon could have used them, though, I think. Captaincy General of the Philippines. Okay. But he died. He, he died in Ohio in 1964. Does it say anything about warfare? Well, he was the captaincy general of the in the Philippines. Okay. Did so Napoleon probably... <laughs> use yo-yos? <laughs> oh no! Here we go. We're gonna find out if wannabe has any sort of ethos. Wait, when was Napoleon alive? I could not tell you. A rich history of the yo-yo. Okay, there's no way. Okay, this is not true. This, there's money. There must be many Napoleons. Oh, okay. Because Napoleon Bonaparte was 1769, but the yo-yo was oh, invented until no. late 1800s. But then I'm looking at this article that says the yo-yo was really popular in old Europe. Yeah. King Louis... This- the 17th played with one. Napoleon and his army had yo-yos at their famous Battle of Waterloo. Yes. This one says the first historical mention of the yo-yo was from Greece in the year 500 BC. Oh, my God. We better do some digging. Next week, all yo-yo episode. <laughs> I'm going to read the Kurt Vonnegut quote that I missed earlier and then just and then it's straight, straight into yo-yos we're going to call it the great epiode oh I like that yeah You're that might be the press. title of that might be the title of this week's but I hate to say it we've got like 30 seconds left dude how do you want to close no... <sighs> cleanse your chakras man I'll give you a call after this we're going to talk chakras all cleanse right? your chakras I'm actually going to call my dad after this all right, good luck with that. Hey, I, everybody, I thank lo- you for listening for Fresco Savage Live from the Interdimensional Bedroom. That title has a little more significance this week. We'll see you later, wannabe. Have a great day. What is that sound?